0: I've been challenged uh, in the past week Um, as I've been thinking on various things and uh, one of the things was whether the reading from Daniel was the right passage to bring today especially knowing how long it was I'm thinking, you know, is this the right thing? Is this where we had to go? And that's why uh, I put it earlier. Um, because that passage, I decided, yes, we did need to keep it. Um, because it reinforces some lessons. Often we hear something and we push it aside. But the story of Daniel in the lion's den reinforces some of the things we've already been hearing in Daniel. Some things that have already been on our heart over the past few weeks. It tells of advisors who should not have been listened to persuade the king, the person in authority to make a foolish decision without thinking of consequences. A decision a law made that in the cold light of day is revealed to have been foolish. And whether that came through greed or lack of thought it has injustice. And we still see that in the world today. But we also still need to see in the world today people like Daniel. People who not just Because this law has been passed, gets down on his knees three times a day, but he was doing that already. He continues to pray three times a day. We need hearts that are coming before the Lord in prayer. And to most people, when he gets sealed in that tomb, death was surely certain. It may as well have been a grave. But the king knows something of God. And he goes and challenges. And says, are you in there? Has your God saved you? There's a world outside our doors that are saying, you know, what is God doing? Where is God in these difficult circumstances that are touching the hearts of the nation? And we need to say, we trust in him. We trust in that Lord that sealed the mouths of the lions. We trust in the Lord who protected Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego when they were in the fire refusing to bow to a false god. The stories of those two are similar. Because history often repeats itself. But sometimes we have to break that cycle. We have to say, things can change. We have to say, why does it have to be at the end of the story? that King Darius praises God like at the end of the earlier story King Nebuchadnezzar praised God why does it have to wait to the end of the story history repeats why did the Hebrew kings fail to listen to the prophets that led to Daniel and his friends being taken from Judah and the raising of the Jerusalem temple to the ground. The challenge for us having had a year on relationships and a weekend away together as a church is to take on board what God is saying. And not let history repeat. Not in a few years time be coming back to the same teaching point. But to move forward. And to be doing something new. To be stepping up in our faith and stepping out in faith into the world the Lord's put on my mind a passage from uh, 2 Samuel this week 2 Samuel uh, 24 it's right at the end of 2 Samuel and the, the background is that David has got him, King David has got himself in a muddle again. History has been repeating. He's not been seeking to do God's will. He's been thinking of himself as the king rather than the servant. And he realizes he has to humble himself and come before the Lord. David went and uh, to Aruna. And Aruna looked and saw the king and his men coming towards him. And he went out and bowed down before the king with his face to the ground. Aruna said, Why has my Lord the king come to his servant? To buy your threshing floor, David answered, so that I can build an altar to the Lord that the plague on the people may be stopped. Arguna said to David, Let my Lord the king take whatever he pleases and offer it up. Here are oxen for the burnt offering. Here are the threshing sledges and ox yokes for the wood. O oh, king, Aruna gives all this to the king. And Aruna also said to him, May the Lord your God accept you. But the king replied to Aruna, No, I insist on paying you for it. I will not sacrifice to the Lord my God burnt offerings that cost me nothing. So David bought the threshing floor and the oxen and paid 50 shekels of silver. And David built an altar to the Lord there and sacrificed burnt offerings and fellowship offerings. And the Lord answered prayer on behalf of the land. And the plague on Israel was stopped. Aruna offers everything he has. He offers the place. He offers his means of earning. The wood would come from oxen yokes. How could they plough? How could they harvest without these? We need to be people who give. An offering that costs us nothing is not an offering. David and Lorna Bedford last weekend were saying, if you want to see spiritual growth and kingdom growth, It starts with prayer. If we want to see young people come to the Lord, it starts with us serving them. If we want to see Christ's kingdom coming in this village, it starts with us going out. We have a part to play as a family. May we be God's people and seek to sacrifice with what we have in prayer, in love, in action. Amen.